Okay, now it's streaming. Okay, we are recording with Dr. Judy Mikevitz on Monday, June 19th, 2023, at 5.07 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, as I was just saying to you, uh, I've had more problems with OBS and with Zoom. And the Dr. Malone called me yesterday, and he was like, I've been trying to call you. And I was like, I haven't seen any missed calls. And he was like, I think something's, you know, something's kind of tampering with, like, my computer. And I was like, maybe. And then I started to notice stuff was happening with mine. And then we did our podcast yesterday. And I've never had so many things go wrong. I'm not even kidding. In 1,257 episodes prior, I had never had so many problems happen at once. And uh, to the point where I called him after, I was like, are we being screwed with? And he was like, I'm going to say there's a non-zero percent chance we are. And uh, so with that, with that conspiratorial beginning, Dr. <laughs> Mikevitz, thank you for coming on. And uh, if, uh, if your book, which is in the description has taught me anything, it is that uh, I always used to, I got into medical school out of college and I decided not to go. And I've always had this false illusion in my mind that that was an uncorruptible field. And, uh, just watching the pandemic and reading your book, I've truly realized not only is it not uncorruptible, it seems to be one of the most <laughs> corrupt fields, bar none. But with that, I will shut up. Could you please introduce yourself to everybody watching? Well, I'm Judy Mikovits. Um, I earned a PhD in 1992 from the George Washington University, um, um, which basically changed the paradigm of HIV causing AIDS. Um, it says if you keep your innate immune system healthy, it's not that HIV doesn't exist. It's that keep your innate, do not inject the bioweapon. Infection by injection. A vaccination is not an immunization. That was basically what it says. Do not inject anything into somebody carrying HIV, or they will increase the transcription, that is to mRNA, uh, from their DNA of that very, uh, of that pathogen that their immune system will keep latent. So my whole work from 1980, when I graduated from University of Virginia, through the 12 years until I defended that PhD thesis, was centered around looking at natural products, chemistry, fermentation, you know, God and nature discovery that was turned into genetically modified. No, we don't modify God. God didn't make mistakes. So the diseases are epigenetic. It's the dysregulation mm -hmm of the expression of your God-given defense mechanisms um, against these poisons that is at the heart of the disease, autoimmune disease. Your body doesn't, your body doesn't um, attack itself. It's being poisoned. You know, they're autoimmune. That means autophagy. We eat sick cells. Our body uses the, the DNA, the RNA, the protein, the nutrients from cells that are sick and dying in order. That's what intermittent fasting. So this was what the, the, the development really of my thesis over the 40 years of my career. I stepped into the field as a natural products chemist. I also didn't go to medical school. I didn't get in. I don't think I fit. We ask questions. Um, and, and so I thought, well, I'll just get I, I'll just uh, ferment a few things. It was type one interferon, which was on the cover of Time magazine on March 31st, 1980, um, which we now have a spray called Pax Immune and have had for 30 years. 
um, that just an oral nasal spray that would kill any virus and, you know, be part of a curative strategy for AIDS and different kinds of cancers. So my work in the biological response modifiers program through the 80s, where I where I developed the techniques and, and ideas and learned in those 12 years before I finished started my PhD in 1987 finished my PhD and um, almost the same time as Robert Malone, interestingly, where I think we're the same age. I might be older by a few months, six months, but we, I think we were both born in 1958. We had a nice conversation. That's what I said. I said, well, here's you and here's me. We did the same things. How, how come our crap, our paths never crossed. And when I, I met him, I said, you know, who's your daddy? And yeah. he looked at me like, I was crazy. It's your CV, your curriculum vitae. This is who you said you are in your life, what you did. Who did you train under? Oh. And all he said was David Baltimore, who got the Nobel Prize for RT, reverse transcriptase. That's the key, a key enzyme in retroviruses. Um, that are important for being associated with diseases as they dysregulate the expression of our own genes by expressing animal reverse transcriptases. So humans have reverse transcriptase, but it's for a very different reason. So when you dysregulate that with an animal reverse transcriptase, your body says, that's not me, self, non-self, that's your immune system. What's me and what's not in the environment? You sense everything all from the day you're born. And the mechanisms by which you do that at the DNA level, epigenetics is DNA methylation. And at the at the protein level, NF-kappa B, that transcription factor, that on-off switch for the cytokine storm that is COVID, that is 5G injury, that is HTLV, that was XMRV. No matter the bioweapon, we had a defense and it's that flame you turn on and you can't turn off. So the point was, he said, he got the Nobel Prize for reverse trans Scriptase, and I thought in my head, but I didn't say it. Ah, yes, but Howard Temin discovered it. So what did we learn? And they published the paper at the same time. So you're reading Ending Plague, and so you're starting to learn how Bob Gallo needed a Nobel Prize for HTLV-1. So they had to call LAV, lymphadenopathy virus, which Luc Montagnier isolated from people in France, and we isolated. I did the work from saliva, from blood. I'm just a kid. I'm 22. And that's when I'm called up, and it's like, wait a minute. You know, on, in 1983, um, uh, late 83, I'm working for Frank Rossetti starting June 6, 1983. Damn and we it. go in and uh, again, Frank Rossetti, Howard Temin, um, Luc Montagnier, um, Candace Pert, Molecules of Emotion Discovered Endorphins. Well, she didn't get the Nobel Prize for them. So you see, it's about prizes and patents. David Martin, you cannot patent it. So these, the literature is becoming functional forgery. As, as a, a scientist who's a gatekeeper, David Baltimore in the National Cat, he's the peer review. It comes through. So he recognizes what it is. So he changes a few base pairs, gets a little patent, creates a virus that, or, uh, you know, RT discovers it on its own. And the paper, if you go back and read those papers, they're functional forgeries. They mm -hmm. literally are just plagiarizing. They are the peer review. The literature is criminal fraud and has been for quite a while um, as we had to go towards patents, profits, and bioweapons poisons instead of God's natural healing from plants from animals. Our food is GMO when it's genetically modified, it's poison. So I spent my whole life looking at 
how genetically modified stuff in working real time went to Upjohn, as you know, from ending plague, um, went to Upjohn in 86 when they closed the biological response modifiers program. That was where MDs, PhD nurses, nurse practitioners, technicians like me, we were all right there, systems biology approach. Yeah, we cured AIDS. Yeah, we cured <laughs> peptide T, Dallas Buyers Club, Candace Pert, never made it to market the corrupt FDA. Because again, you can't patent it or, you know, um, she had the patent or should have had the patent. And again, um, when you're when you have natural products and you put them together in a non-obvious way, you can get a use product for a nutri for a nutritional product, for a food, for a drink, for you know, like things I'm drinking right now. So you can you can sell this is cardio miracle and proline greens when you mix them together they're purple the kingdom colors for god's kingdom colors they're purple and they're healing in the age of the spike protein so these you know so knowing chemistry and knowing nutrition and how to nutrify um we were exposed to everything i was infected with everything i i isolated from the saliva of that young man including the blood he was desperately ill with aids and i never got aids did i you know, and I didn't get HIV either because HIV was gave a function and it was injected in hepatitis B vaccines. That's what we learned from Mickey Willis, that this never was about the vaccine. It was about a diagnostic test, a bioweapon poison, a patent, and you just happen to have the drug. My brother died of AZT, not when he was antibody positive, he was immune. So now we've twisted everything around in order to drive everything towards the poisons. And it never was. Plandemic 3, just brilliant. I know you saw it. And uh, man, I mean, nowhere in there. Do you see vaccine, any anti-vaxxer, anything that has to do with Trump or nothing? It's just, yeah, they've been doing that since 1983 when, when Fauci and Gallo and the corrupt government right there at Fort Detrick. So we were showing them all God gives us to prevent cancer, heal cancer, no matter what, biological response modifiers. Vaccination is not immunization, it's extermination of an unwanted varmint, and that would be um, first the gays, the IV drug users, and the prostitutes in, you know, Zika, the Brazilians, in Ebola, you know, they live in all those beautiful plants. We've got to get that soil. Zika, um, uh, uh, why don't I do Ebola in 2014 when William Thompson confessed that, he, yeah, little black boys and Hispanics and, you know, and under the age of three boys, um, people of color, including Native Americans like myself, were two to four fold times, not percent, more likely to get a diagnosis of autism, which is not a diagnosis at all. It's a collection of symptoms. COVID is not a disease at all. This is the brilliant David Martin pandemic too. It was all about, you can't patent nature. So let's just take four decades of literature, um, kidnap me, um, jail me by bad actors that called themselves the police, but tricked the sheriff here in Ventura County. And then they had a little problem because they arrested a perfectly innocent woman, but she wasn't even arrested. She was kidnapped. And had my husband not ransomed me out of jail, that was engineered by Tony Fauci, and that's what's in all our books, um, <laughs> we wouldn't have ever been able to... Um, to serve and show um, great people like Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough. So, you know, these are good scientists. He had no idea when I sat down with him. 
at least that's what he said. And the fact that he edited the real Anthony Fauci and it didn't even mention XMRVs or me anywhere in it. It didn't even mention what was going through the needle that Sherry Tenpenny, all the people, Andy Wakefield, everybody described the untested vaccines of 40 years, not a single test since all liability was removed um, by Big Pharma since 1980s. Placebo controlled saline, no vax, no unvax studies. Of course, we got them. And that's some of the brilliance and, and wonderful things about Bobby Kennedy, um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And, um, and just the people who have been in this all along, the people that that listen to a scientist, real scientist who said, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You know, bystander effects, that doesn't mean anything. If one, if only one in 10,000 T cells is dying, there's another shooter in the immune system. And, and we see how they turn down the sensors on the surface of the cell. So your innate immune response wouldn't sense poison, taste of smell taste and smell that's poison if you can't smell smoke you can't run if you can't smell mace you can't run if you can't taste poison you'll drink too much turpentine and when the government turned ceremon from pine needle tea and set up a fake website in february of 2021 i always say what i say because it's like gotcha because you know i know the data never lie and this is the gift in all of it no matter what it was since 1980 the truth is the truth. God is God. Nature is nature. He gave us everything for food. And the only thing you don't do is you don't ingest and you don't inject. Anything injected bypasses all that innate immunity where your mucosal surfaces respond to the gases, to the poison, to the things on your skin. You have vitamin D, which is made with sunlight. And even, even my friend, Dr. Tracy said, I didn't know it until you said it. Yeah. We've been so lied to. You don't drink vitamin D. You make vitamin D. You don't fortify your milk when you made your cow sick, you know, you, you, <laughs> yeah. And, and just on and on and on. So you could see from my whole work, whether it be at up John pharmaceuticals for one year where they were making cows fat with bovine growth hormone and another GMO product that they were going to save the world with. And my job was to find out if it did anything to the fat cells. We'll look around you and you know that it did a lot to the fat cells. And that's what exactly what I said in 1987. And my then boss said, you're morally, ethically, and legally responsible to do exactly as I tell you, at which time I took this nice notebook hardcore and frisbee styled it at his head and the but he ducked in time the bulletin board hit the ground and the personnel director wayne you'll see it in our book it's a great story i played soccer for him i never touched a soccer ball that's not what i do i'm a goon in hockey i'm a goon in soccer i have no speed i can't jump i could run all day and all i do is stay on the best guy of the team and frustrate him to death because he can't touch the ball so that's what we've done to fauci and company and the evil over there what are you going to do you could say i'm ugly or crazy as many times as you want or anything else you want to say. But at the end of the day, I'll show you the data and you've not shown a word of it. But we got you. And data never lies. And that's, you know, so we we can smile about it. But I mean, yeah, hasn't hasn't been a lot of fun to to have been kidnapped. And my husband had to ransom me out of 
out of jail and promised never say a word about it to anybody. Um, so thank God on his deathbed, I got in there thanks to his his son who loved his way into that hospital when they were trying to say he died of COVID, which he absolutely did not. We have an autopsy to prove it. It's kind of fun because now you know the unvaccinated, no matter how sick they were. Yeah, he was sick. He had COPD from 40 years that he caught from the hospital he worked in. He was personnel director. Yeah, he had he breathed 35 times a minute in and out without thinking in order to drive the oxygen to his tissues. I, You and I breathe 17 to 18 in order to drive the oxygen to his tissue. So when you start thinking about the biology of these things and you see how in the poisons, as as Robert Malone will, is now telling everybody, yeah, they deliberately turned down the G protein so we couldn't sense, taste, or smell. So we wouldn't know poison. They they deliberately kept us from ivermectin, knowing it was a field of drugs that had been started in 1972 and how we could stop all of this right now and will because the taxpayers paid for those drugs. Now we need to support we need to neutrify and detox and support the kidneys, the liver, the, the skin, the endothelium. We need to support the nutrition because all the GMO, all the fake fat, the water, the soil that is dead, there's no minerals in the water, there's no salts in the water. The water's loaded with cyanide producing compounds. You know, yeah, it's in the water, mercury, the poisons. You know, we poisoned our air, our, our you know, we've got geoengineering, stopping the rays, as Lee Merritt showed you, focusing the poison, not the no way God made it, literally burning your tissues. And so it's, uh, you know, the biology doesn't lie. And, and the gift of, you know, all of us communicating and, and hanging in there, um, you know, when they ran, David ransomed me out of jail, it was a full 11 years, almost to the day where, um, I got him out of that hospital. I I got him to heaven and he got me out of jail. Same thing. Either way, we're there. Um, and um, but again, it it served all of God's humans, and we're gonna be able to to really heal a lot of people because we can speak the truth in love and we know how to do it. So it's real it's really beautiful what we can do with all of this, and we're well on our way. And all everybody now knows is never give another shot to anyone. Don't go in a grocery store with a pharmacy in it. That's not of God. We don't use the term nutraceutical. They're not pharmaceuticals. They're from God. They're not synthetic vitamins. They're phytonutrients. So we have to look at everything. We don't ingest pills and things. Those are those get just as poison as the drugs, as they're not made. You know, they're GMO. Our things are GMO, what we're ingesting and injecting. Um, capsules, pills loaded with glyphosate. Stephanie Seneff, the book's called The Toxic Legacy of Glyphosate. So in all we learned in all these people the last three years, and that's what Plandemic 3 did so well, all the people came together and sat in a room, as Mickey Willis said, be present, forgive each other. We all made mistakes. We were all, we were all conned. It was a con game. We were all, we were all lied to. You know, the patents are functional forging. You pat there's no such thing as intellectual property. That's between me and my God. You don't own my thoughts. That's what I was arrested for, other than being, I was kidnapped for being a fugitive from justice without a parking ticket. Well, justice was Tony Fauci. And my employers who had committed crimes, the Whittemores, oh, were paid off. They misappropriated federal funds. So Tony Fauci said, have I got a deal for you? Oh, they got Obama illegally elected, Harry Reid, illegally elected. You know, they never controlled the Senate. 
um, HHS at the Democratic level. This was all to drive the narrative that they started with HIV AIDS and the, and the deliberate experimentation on, on the most vulnerable in our society um, uh, with, with poisons, with bioweapons, as David Martin said. It was infection by injection. These things don't spread through the air. They're lying to you. They'll spread through families. They'll cripple your microbiome. They'll cripple your genome. They'll, they'll destroy you from the inside out. And then when you're that guy, like um, that guy I isolated LAV from, LAV, a lymphadenopathy virus from a man with what was called gay-related immune deficiency. Well, we all know they were doing a lot of drugs and things like that, bathhouses, places where other pathogens would affect that. So we all know, you know, you know that, but HIV never caused AIDS, didn't mean it didn't exist. So in You See an Ending Plague, what we do in that book is for the first time ever, Frank Rossetti talked um, told that since 1975, when this all started from him. So the whole first half of the book is him. And he's 15 years older than me. Fauci's 20 years older than me, all of them. I'm the technician. I'm the fly on the wall. And I had the most fun of Luke Montagnier, Frank Rossetti, Candace Bird, um, all these concepts that weren't real. And I couldn't understand Luke's really thick French or Frank's broken Boston. And Candace was just fun. And I wrote what she said down so I could plagiarize it in the future and say it just that way. And I didn't know I was going to need it when you get her one of her last things in her obituaries. When you're getting run out of town, run out in front and make it look like a parade. <laughs> so it's like, okay, that's a good one. I'll use that. So, um, you know, so this is this is 30 some years and the way our systems are set up, you don't have a mentor. So I, you know, I asked um, Robert Malone, I said, hey, you know, so you work directly with David Baltimore. I thought that I didn't say it out loud about the discovery. And he said no. And he named a name in the Verma. The ER that was his direct. And I'm like, oh my God, in my brain, I had to keep the expression off my face. That's one of the most evil men on the planet Earth. And I'm like, no wonder you have PTSD, you know, and he'll tell you that. And so no wonder when you edited Bobby Kennedy's book, along with several other people, you had no idea. This was so censored out of all of the literature, the science in 2011, when I was kidnapped. November 18, 2011, and the whole journal science tried to make this go away, make me a bad guy. Just search sciencemag.org, Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, John Cohen, he's the criminal, criminal who, um, uh, you know, literally um, lied in the journal came, took pictures, showed what a what a lady, a 53-year-old woman who'd been held in jail without without water, food, you know, maybe a little water, no, no anything for those six days. My cellmate was detoxing from drugs, couldn't speak English, never woke up, vomited all day, used our one roll of soil paper in the first couple of hours. I was literally living in human feces in the suicide watch ward. And you see it all in all of our books. And, and that while, while my husband's telling me he'll never see me again, if he doesn't come up, you know, she took it, you know, she did. Yeah. Um, so thank God for my husband. Cause he, you know, he made a vow to me and he, he, he trusted me and he knew I didn't do any of that. And so when he ransomed me out, they planted the evidence in our house. He ransomed me out. Um, 
And uh, for for those 11 years until December, until November 30th um, to um, 2021, from 11 to 11, November, it was almost to the day when he was kidnapped uh, in that hospital and, you know, put in the COVID word. And, and it's like I my first thought was, oh, my God, I just killed my husband. And and the, the doctor promised me, no, we won't do that. Yeah, he came to the house. He said, you got to get out of the dust. The dust is the same cytokine storm as COVID. Just like Gulf War, the dust was the same. It was the vaccinated. It's drive the inflammatory storm. It's not that there wasn't a poison in there helping, but it didn't cause anything. So I learned on that last day, because I always say, honey, you couldn't make a copy when you dropped the ransom off in the middle of your life, my whole life. And he'd just look at me and say, I got you out of jail and go. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's not about me. And so for 10 years. So finally, he's literally he doesn't have anything left and they've starved him and no flu, no liquid, no medicine for six days. I get in there on the third day and just love him back to life and a little conversation he got to have with his son and eat a little chocolate pudding. He used to wear a T-shirt that is that Dr. Rossetti gave him for his birthday that said, if there's no chocolate in heaven, I'm not going. So I made sure I didn't wipe that chocolate pudding his last meal off his face. Because, yeah, there's chocolate in heaven, and I'm, I'm sure he got there. But the last thing he told me was, of course, I made a copy. What do you think? I'm stupid. And I, I still cry. I'm like, he tricked me. He tricked me. I didn't pray for you. He tricked me. It's like because he, he, I was his third wife, and he prayed for God to send the right wife. And he got me. I mean, the joke was really on him, really, wasn't it? <laughs> um, he had this adventure of, of 21 years or so. So when you look at the, the you know, the time in, in my life, 21 years to get that degree, 21 years in the corrupt government, 22 years at the NIH, to the, from the entry-level technician to lead the lab of antiviral drug mechanisms, where we discovered their bioweapons, we discovered their poison, we discovered how they caused cancer, we discovered how they corrupted them, and how they contaminated vaccines with them, and then drove a narrative to the point where my brother died of AZT. And I didn't even blink when I sat and talked to Mickey Willis, and I'm looking at my phone, and I said, don't you mean? And I started to say AIDS. And, I, and then we both, I took my glasses off and we both looked at each other and I said, oh no, he was antibody positive. He was immune. He would have gotten antibody dependent enhancement. They killed. And this is what COVID was, premeditated murder of everybody you injected with, with liability-free vaccines that were never tested. The federal law in 2011, when it was clear that it wasn't one new virus and how many new diseases, it was how many new viruses, poisons, have we created and injected infection by injection in 30 years unchecked without a safety study against every law, against the National Vaccine Injury Act and Compensation Program. You know, Barbara Lowe Fisher and, and, and Michael R. Hugo, um, a shot in the dark. They did that when the when the DTP shots were killing kids. And so it was when you took out the cellular debris, a cellular, the cost was a half penny with Wyatt. A half penny was all it cost to stop that damage. And they did it anyway. Uh, you know, little black boys under the age of three, all you had to do is wait till they were three years old before you gave them an MMR. 
So their detox machinery would work um, because they're looking for parasites. You know, they have those great vitamin D sensors, you know, that were poison. You know, it's just, it's, it's really hard to take. That's when we knew, when I saw William Thompson's notebook, that's when I knew it was a plague of corruption. And, and um, August 31st, 2014, so I called Ken Heck and Lively and I said, okay, you win. But we, when I got out of jail, they told us, this is the God in all of us. They told us I could talk to nobody who wasn't my lawyer um, or my husband. So Ken Heck and Lively and called me and he said, I'm a lawyer, <laughs> severely injured daughter. We've been working with it, XMRVs all the way, got the, pat got the profiles, got everything. And he said, um, oh, and he said, you know, um, you know, a lot of people might, you know, not do this. But if you said Wall Street was corrupt, what would you say? You'd say, of course. If you said bankers, if you said housing industry, if you said anything in 2011, if all you, every one of our institutions was corrupt, he said, go ask any doctor. They will never believe you will inject an innocent baby without knowing one thing that's in the needle and deliberately, you know, poison them. Yeah, all you had to do was remove the cellular debris, detap. And so yeah, they removed that and they threw the mercury and they combined the things, threw a boatload of aluminum in to remove most of the mercury, never removed them from flu shots and caused all of this. Caused it to the elderly, caused AFib, AFib relation. Your heart doesn't one day forget how to beat. You've been poisoned. It races up and down. We see it postural orthostatic tachycardia you fall down because your heart races and you pass out and it, yeah and we saw that with the gardasil vaccine we saw that the gardasil vaccine is the closest to the covid shot and the deadliest because it's robert malone's synthetic lipid nanoparticle that puts the address where do i go i go to the brain Where's the zip code? I want the microglia cells in the brain. How do I get to the heart? Where am I going? I'm going to the CD16, 14 cells, the monocyte macrophage in the heart. You know, that's technical, but, but again, because Peter McCullough now, because we can have a conversation, he's saying that, and he knows about the pure energy module. He knows Brelinta will stop a clot forming. So the good news now is it's all there. It's, it's all there. Would a doctor poison? And we sat down with the FBI in May of 2014 and showed him by then, Ken Heck and Lively had written all three books. He called me, he, I said, of course, let's do it. And he said, so I couldn't talk to anybody for five years or, or we would be killed. And, and then when we put the RICO case in and the, it's called Key Tam and Michael R. Hugo helped me write a constitutional case for how my, it's called 42 USC 1983. Um, he quickly lost his law license. I, I don't know how that happened, but anyway, he can handle himself. And it's all in plague of corruption. But, you know, in May of 2014, when Frank Rossetti retired, we brought every bit of Kentech and Lively's declarations and proof. We talked to everybody. We had every sample. We had every, every solution. They were all written as legal documents and turned into those three books. The fourth volume, we didn't even, we still, we can do four, five, six, and seven, because we know down to the D detail who did what and when and it's not about who it's not about when it's about an institution and and an entire group of people mds nds chiropractors all of them they haven't been taught chemistry they've been lied to um for at least the last decade the literature is functional forgery as i said in the beginning with what david baltimore i mean hey he could tell me he didn't do it what are you going to do sue me i don't have anything you know fine 
look at what I'm telling you and, and look at the truth. Yes, they shared the Nobel Prize, but that's not the way Howard Temin considered himself. Discovery, nature is, is, is um, what the gift God gives us in science and medicine. Nobody, we went, walked right into May of 2014. We took every single document. Frank Rossetti got a hold of some of my journals. Uh, I, I can show if you do a commercial, I'll wander in and get one. The last one that remains from 1997 through 99 has Mickey Mouse with a heart on it. Is that perfect? That's only God. And it shows you what they did from 797. It's my handwriting. It's the Simpsonwood meetings of the Cancer Institute. We would go to a place called the Arley Center, A-R-L-I-E, in Virginia. So you're off-site from government. And then you can commit whatever crime you want because you're not on the dollar. It's Saturday, it's weekends. When you look at, and, and Frank Rochetti shows so clearly in his part, how when Ronald Reagan, it's been a long time, it were a lot of institutions were corrupted. Oh, because Ronald Reagan ran on he was going to reduce the size of the federal government. So he made us all contractors, contract research organizations. We're hired guns. You do what this pharma company tells you to do. So when all of that, we, we scheduled a meeting with one of my lawyers, David Folan, the silver-haired, um, beautiful man in uh, pandemic indoctrination, right there with Travis Middleton, the black man in, in indoctrination. Boy, I have a team. I still have that team, I guarantee you. And, uh, and, um, and, and I made an appointment. Um, Frank Respetti paid $10,000. It was his money. I didn't make any money. And um, ever since I was arrested, uh, um, actually um, tried to stop it August 31st of 2011, when it was clear the blood supply was contaminated and the government was covering up and it was the contaminants in the vaccines, the synthetics, the synthetic viruses, the bioweapons. Those were all of them, monkey, mouse, cow, pig, bird, um, uh, you name it, aborted fetal syncytin, that key protein from the XMRVs. It's it's a gamma retrovirus um, envelope spike. So it infects every cell of the body, including the sperm and the egg. And every cell in the body, that's the only family of disease-associated viruses that does, to our knowledge. And it's God-given. It's our own protection. So when you inject a monkey and it's not a human, what do you do? You attack yourself. An abortion, a stillborn. You don't even implant in vitro fertilization is because we were poisoning our kids all along with these shots. And we were we were doing the experiments to see that it works. And that's not of God either. And what is what is in vitro fertilization never gotten an identical twin? Ah, because that would be implantation with syncytin, the fusogenic protein that binds the fertilized embryo into the, the placenta into the uterine cell wall. The placenta, the feeding, the protection of only 64 cells is an identical twin when you split the rest of the first four, six weeks, whatever, in pregnancy. I'll ask Jim Thorpe for embryology, but uh, Dr. Jim Thorpe, fabulous guy. So, you know, as he can teach me some of the terminology, when that implantation occurs, twinning occurs. That's who I am. So I've been thinking about this my whole life because I know God doesn't make mistakes and, and I was planned. You know, God knows the day I'm born and the day I'm going to die and what's going to happen in between. And my grandfather told me when I was 10 years old, well, he needed two of you and now I know why. And so it's really, I mean, a beautiful story because we, we went there, we sat with an FBI agent who said exactly the same thing. 
Um, Frank Rossetti showed the handwriting, said, who does this belong to? Because I was accused of stealing notebooks. Oh, brother. Never had them in my possession. That was the ransom. Turn them in, which if I take them out of a government office, it's a crime. Never took them out of my whole life. You don't take your notebooks home. Don't do it. It's against, you know, because you could lose them. It's like putting, oh, it's like putting classified documents in your garage. What a problem that might be. <laughs> so I'm just saying the parallels in everything we've seen um, really started right there. But, you know, godly people, you know, we sat down in that office and he showed the FBI agent and the FBI agent said, I can't understand a word this man said and couldn't understand me either because, you know, nobody understands me. It's biology and nobody's been taught by a lot. We just haven't been taught. We've been lied to. So they don't understand and they're not expected to understand what those terms are. I don't try to fix a Mercedes or a Chevrolet and I wouldn't take them to the wrong mechanic. That's not going to go well for me. Um, it's not what I do. I don't understand why my phone, if I touch it, it'll signal across the world. But I know I uh, my immune system can sense a peanut on a plane um, and um, and kill a child with an anaphylactic reaction. Do you think a mask is going to do anything other than suffocate us? And that's what it was doing. It was destroying our God given. It's not just harmless. It's deadly and drove these things. And we tried to say it at every step of the way. So we were in there with the FBI. He said, give me a tape recorder. And he taped all fours. I'm talking about May of 2014. Handed it on March 31st, 2017. Had 16 government government officials from every institution and the assistant attorney general of Nevada named Troy Flake. Um, ah, and what did he do? They all sat there and they knew I was with David Bolin, my lawyer. That one cost me $10,000 too, just to go sit and talk with people. Well, it was Frank because it's only Banky Frankie that I'm existing on. Um, and, um, and so, you know, they knew. Everybody knew we were telling the truth. What did they do March 31st? Of, that was March 16th of 2017. March 31st, we went, we, Del Bigtree, Kennedy, two people, scientists, Tony Bark, um, Vile, Tony Muhammad, uh, uh, Dr. Noenschweiner from Michigan. Uh, you know, um, I can just name dozens of doctors. They're all probably named in the Barrington Deference. We all went to our Congress and said, what are we going to do about the poisoning of our kids, about the fraud in MMR? about the fraud in MMR, which we didn't know until 2014. So in May, we hand them the proof in 14, then VAX, then the Informed Consent Action Network, then Brian Hooker, then Children's Health Defense, then Sherry Tenpenny in the paper in 2005 that she wrote and I got to read through the World Mercury Project, what's going through the needle can be killing you. It just opened up my eyes. I don't know. My work was never in vaccines. It was the blood supply from AIDS. Ryan White, Arthur Ashe was what I was looking at when we isolated the viruses. Oh no, because Tony Fauci said women and and women um, and children um, couldn't get HIV and therefore could never get AIDS. Ah, virus doesn't know if you're a white man, a black man, a, a woman, a boy, you know, it knows your immune system. A girl, it knows your immune system. It knows your immune system. You know, it knows the poisoning. And um, and and that's, you know, when I knew um, it was a plague of corruption, we, we explained all of this. It was hours in each of those meetings. We taped every word of it. That's May of 2014. So the DOJ and the Ninth Circuit Court could have stopped it right then. I'm going to tell you that 17 didn't give up 
kept filing those lawsuits with Mike Hugo when we met in 15 or 16. He went to Autism One. We did it at Autism One in Chicago in May of 2016. We did a study in corruption with me, Brian Hooker, and, and Mike Hugo in a panel. And we showed all of this in the government. And I'm telling you those years because at any time from May of 2014, while I was still held under the threat of death, if I said anything, but my lawyer, it was all a transcript. It was all a legal document. Our books are absolutely legal fact. We gave it all to him then. I didn't give up. We got Mike Hugo wrote the lawsuits, helped, tried to help me um, the best he could. We saw the corruption in the legal system as they pulled the documents. Yeah, we filed them. Yeah, that's not going to go well. Um, yeah. And then 2017, March 16th. In, in Reno, Nevada, sat there with a, uh, you know, a dozen, a dozen people, all the government officials. They knew. They knew every bit of everything I said was true. Did nothing. March 31st, we all go to the press club. Dale Bigtree, Bobby Kennedy, all these people. We're sitting with Jason Shavitz, who was then um, the congressman, or I'm sorry, I don't know enough, but he was in charge of, I think, the Ways and Mean Committee. So we all sat in his office there as we went two by two to our Senate and our Congress, and then we spoke in a press release at the press conference where a uh, place where everybody speaks in Washington on March 31st of 2017. And Jason Chavitz promised he'd do something. You know what he did? He quit. Um, you know, I'm sorry. Nobody did anything other than cover this up because, and I get it. They kill you. They take all your money. I get um, where, where, you know, why so much goes on right now. So it's uh you know, it, t it takes an awful lot. God doesn't necessarily ask you to lose everything, but you have to be willing to give up everything and uh, everything and trust the rest of us will come by. And, and God served us because we got absolutely everything back by David honoring his vows those, those last 11 years. We were humiliated. I had to watch people die. I had to watch all of the literature and all of our work of 40 years twisted to say something the data didn't say where crap-ass statistics um, were used to drive a narrative and just watching all the people who just died, sudden adult, 8%, Ed Dowd, he sat there in, in Maui and said, I don't get why it was mostly women because Tony Fauci said women couldn't get HIV. Well, it never was HIV. It was XMRV and it was injected. HIV was HIV. But I said to them, and this is where my big mouth gets me in trouble in 2011, I said, you know, the people who died in the first wave of AIDS were the ones that had HIV and XMRV. Take out your plasmacytodendritic cells, take out your take out your natural killer cells, and then the GP120 looks like a prion. Well, that's all that's in your bioweapon. You just called it a COVID shot synthetically. And it was always in SARS-CoV-2, which is a monkey virus that's been injected in every polio shot since 2005. More at all published their chimera in, in, in the Journal of Virology, and that's what we put on our website. So they knew all of it, and we gave them every opportunity to do the right thing. And um, they chose not to, but but God won because of a lot of courageous people that stood up and just said, uh-uh. I didn't, you know, I, I am angry at, at a lot of the people who, um, as I say, didn't have a pair of kahunas. Um, 
but people were deceived and you know it's not a lot of fun we know jeff bradstreet was murdered we know you know i was hunted like an animal for months and only god's sense of humor and a little boston whaler kept me from being murdered on november 9 2011 so when they arrested me you know we knew they were coming after us and my husband had no choice to but to keep that secret um you know he made a promise when he ransomed me out of jail that he wouldn't say a word about it and um he didn't until the night before, um, you know, he was killed um, in that hospital. <laughs> and what he said was, of course, I made a copy. What do you think? I'm stupid. And so now we have proof beyond a shadow of a doubt. But more importantly, we have the solutions. They're in the freezers. I know where the freezers are. We all know where the freezers are. The government knows. So we have we have we have whole platforms at patented platforms of natural technologies, the company's Omnitour, a genius who never stopped collaborating with me even after I was arrested. They didn't use my name, and that's great. I have no problem with that. Um, it's not about me and my name. It's about keeping the solutions moving forward. Just I don't care what they say about me. I never really did. All that really mattered, I only, only made a vow to two people, God and my husband, and that's it. And that's that's who I obey. And and um, and you have to keep that vow. And so he waited till the very last second. And I thank God every day his son got me in that hospital room because I would have gone to my grave thinking, why, David, why didn't you make a copy my whole life? Because God had a bigger plan. It's not about my life, my life, who I am, my Nobel Prize, my patent, my profit. Yeah, I hold the patent for the PCR test. I can tell you not only if it's Omicron, a single base pair. How do you think they could say, oh, Omicron's out there now? They injected all of them since 2005. They have the specific PCR that can tell you one base pair. That's what the, the, the letter that Stephen B. Balin wrote for my recommendation to get a job at Epigenetics Pharmaceuticals Expression, the epigenetics, not the present. So that was the letter he wrote in that book, Ending Plague. She did that herself and designed this PCR to tell not only if it's there, but if it's on or off, if it's methylated, if it's silenced. So we can cure all of this right now. We have all the solutions. The taxpayers paid for everything, single thing. We give away oral immunizations. They're called Genvoya, Truvada, Descovy. You see one every night on the TV. Your HIV copy number goes to zero. And you don't transmit a virus. Do you think we can cure the pandemics no matter? Yeah, we got all of those drugs that taxpayers pay for. Them. So you know what it costs you? Nothing. It's free. They buy your cardio miracle. They poisoned you. Every doctor's office, every place that poisoned you humbles themselves and comes back and, and, and just gives us what we need, um, healing. And so we all heal when we speak the truth in love. And that's what everyone did, humbled themselves. Robert, every one of them, you know, there's still some fear there. There's still some PTSD there. And a lot of people were, were, were using people's names and not, you know, my great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people. Eleanor Roosevelt, I'm looking at the wall, that it's on the wall. So I don't forget, it's not about 
people who are in, is he good or bad? No, the question is, is it God or evil? Is it Christ or Antichrist? Because the cult of scientism are the bad guys, the Fauci. They've told you who they were. They're the Satanists. They're their own gods. No, there's only one God and it's not you. And you have no other idols before you, not money or anything else. That's Those aren't easy commandments to take, but but we do it. And we don't bear false witness. We don't do any of those things. And it, and it goes well for you. If we go according to, to God, it goes well for us. And that's what we're seeing. And that's what pandemic. I just, you know, just so blessed by Mickey Dell, everybody, David Martin. I never even, I'm only a week or two ago, got to sit in a room with that man and tell part of my story and hear part of his story. Because we're all always off talking and we never get to talk to each other. And I had no idea who he was when indoctrination. All I thought was I was never at University of Virginia. Who is that? Why are you looking at Tom Jefferson that way? It's it's a really, I mean, that just floored by just that. And those are all gifts straight from God. People who knew the truth saying, you got to talk to somebody. You got to talk to somebody. Rashid Buttar, um, you know, Bruce Lipton, understanding we knew that biology. So when you know that biology and people call me every day and I'll never change my phone number because they're like, Judy, this one, this one. And, and they're digging up the, the, the people where they were buried. That's the mistake I made. I said, exhume them. I'll wait. The first wave of people had XMRV and HIV. And I said, exhume them. I'll wait. So why do they cremate? Why do they insist on cremation? You don't have to cremate to kill a virus. You don't have to burn to kill a virus. A virus is dead when you're dead. There is no mRNA made from any human or living organism when there's no oxygen, only anaerobes, only plants, only mycoplasma mold bacteria. Frank Rossetti showed you in his book, August of 2021, the most censored book ever, showed you in that book that how they planned exactly that. He went to the Institute of Medicine report and went through every one of the hundred pages. The number one cause of death of women of childbearing AIDS in 2021 was HIV AIDS. Tony Fauci killed the women and children as Ed Dow. Why were they mainly women? That he infected by injection with the XMRVs. Add the second one, exhume them, I'll wait. And that's what we're seeing right now, the AIDS. That's what we're seeing. But we have the cures. We absolutely have curative strategies for all of it. And it won't cost us anything. We have all those patents where we have trillion dollars, not in big pharma's pocket, in your pocket. You're the taxpayer. No intellectual property. No, there's no such thing. That's God. And all I have to do is keep my mouth shut. And don't don't write it down and don't say stupid stuff like exhume them. I'll wait. That almost cost me in the whole world, you know, a lot um, as as the, uh, the scientific uh, community, the cult. John Coffin, you know, her faithful following will canonize her and the scientists will burn her at the stake. You know, really? We've gone back to witchcraft. Yeah. Pharmacopoeia. How's that for an introduction? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I don't think I don't think I've I don't think I've ever been able to go on on that confident of a run. That was a, that was that was that was you just entered the Parthenons for introductions. That was I mean 
<laughs> I will hand over my podcast to you. You are the, the rightful owner. Um, no, I don't want to do this. This is it's funny because I was waving on the way out. Uh, my my David's daughter is here for a week on vacation. <laughs> And I know she's like, my David, I can't hear this again. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, here she goes again. <laughs> hey, man, I'll take it. I hadn't heard it. It was, it was wonderful. Um, yeah, the, the one thing that's kind of stuck with me is uh, the, 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 the functional forgery. It, just, it always makes me think of organic chemistry. And the professor talking about when a patent runs out, you just flip in an antiomer just so you can keep printing cash. And I mean, that, that really does apply to so much of, Science, Science and it? medicine is can you print the dollar on it? And it's, I mean, if but it almost seems like that's woven in to this study and the practice of medicine is the most beneficial thing you can do often results in the least amount of profit. And it's it's almost like a, a test within a test of how, how much of a doctor are you? How strongly do you hold that Hippocratic oath? Do you really want to help people? Well, then not only are you going to have to work hard towards it, you're not going to make any money off of it and your name's not going to be on an award. And it's kind of a, it's kind of, it, there's some poetic beauty in there that to well, do. I, I got the badass award. <laughs> in 2017, <laughs> doctors who rock. Um, kill someone with that. Dr. Judy Mikevich, oh yeah, it's I could impale, but that's, isn't this beautiful? That's it. It's Badass Freedom Health Defender 2017. Kelly Gallagher and her team, I just thank you to Kelly Gallagher that for is a that. Weapon. Yeah, that is a weapon. I got a couple of good ones. Yeah, you, you can bludgeon <laughs> something with that. That thing's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, I, so I was telling you right before we started recording, is uh, I'd, I'd always had this like faulty belief that medicine was incorruptible and um not only have i learned that that's not true it's that i mean other than maybe wall street i can't think of something that is more corrupted but even with wall street i'd say it's maybe less corrupted because at least with wall street you know where they stand right they're demons from hell but it's like a shark right a shark mm -hmm. is it's terrifying its eyes are black and it's gonna you a, a moose a chicken, it doesn't care. It's just going to eat you. But at least a shark doesn't deceive you. You know what a shark is. You look at it and you go, it's a demon from hell, but just don't get in the water with it because it's going to eat you, right? Even if it doesn't, even if it's not hungry, a shark will bite you just to find out what you are, right? So in a sense, yeah. a shark isn't evil because it's honest. You know what it is, right? A marching yeah. army in World War One or World War Two, they're your enemy, but it, there's there's an honesty to it right they got the nazi flag or the imperial japanese flag like you know what they are where, you know where we are now with this seemingly you know satanic force that we have to oppose is it's deceptive right it it, it hides it hides behind things you it and it, it portrays itself as a doctor or a helper there's something so evil about corruption in medicine because it's like one of the few things that you you can place some sort of hope on. You're like, oh, it's the white coat doctor, right? It's the Red Cross in, in a war where it's, you know, you never shoot the other guy's medic. It, there's o it always seemed like there was some sort of purity in there. And, you know, reading Ending Plague is, no, not at all. <laughs> that's that's oh. such a an erroneous 
image to hold in your head that no man that's where the real demons lie is that's that's where they you know it's like uh i don't know if you ever see that meme it's like uh it's like a fox saying i just want to i just want to teach the chickens how to read and it's like yeah and then you see like the you know the weird kind of like training with devil horns being like i just want to teach your kids how to read it's like hey man that's a weird thing to just want to go be around kids i'm a normal human being and I, I i don't really like being around kids they're they're loud and they're annoying but like there's something odd with that so of course it makes sense the most evil people hide behind the the veil of medicine right they 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 shroud themselves in 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 the the white light that has been so properly earned by so many selfless people but that's what they hide behind right and it's you know, it's ben, deceptive. Yeah. Is, is Fauci a good guy or bad guy, as, as Mickey did in the first film? You really want to believe that cozy, warm sweater, you know? You want to. They're bad actors. They're great actors because they're acting just like the police who came to my door who weren't police. They had uniforms yeah. on. You know, we, but so the good news is in all of that, you had the truly God people who tried to obey and did the right thing, like Luca Antonio. Everybody in Ending Plague shows you we solved it then and we'll solve it now. Were people humiliated? Yeah. Or did people lose their lives? Did Peter Duisburg, other people, were there? Were their careers ruined? Peter Duisburg's career was ruined at Berkeley um, and, and other things. We know that. But at the same time, those people never stopped. They never stopped trying to find a way to communicate. Like, I haven't tried to stop finding a way to communicate, but I can only communicate if somebody's willing to listen like you. But if I scream every time I open my mouth, um, or like I told Fauci in the beginning, what he could do to himself. Um, you know, Kent wrote it very nicely in the uh, in the book Plague. He said, "She said what every what every person on the street in New York City understands." But I had to take it out of that highfalutin hotel and go to the street and talk like that when they said, "Give us your email, give us your notebooks." You know, after I got out of jail, and it's like, uh. Uh-uh. No, they're mine. You know, that's my intellectual property. You can't have our notebooks. You can't have the data. We made a vow as a scientist. When we get a grant, we protect that grant money and those taxpayers. I'm the only one. I was the principal investigator and the senior author on that paper. Every word on that paper had to be correct. And it was the science paper of 2009. But I had to stand and I couldn't let anybody know who was patient number 11018 or 102430058 because those were the keys to understanding your bioweapon that caused 3058 was CLL. That's the virus I discovered in three weeks only at the lab of antiviral drug mechanism, February 2nd, 1999, HHV9, human herpes virus 9. It was XMRV, a a synthetic bioweapon like a, a spike protein of of XMRV syncytin in the in EBV Epstein Barr virus, deadliest would would transform cancers if you put two flasks in a cell with a 0.2 micron, 200 nanometer filter on the top. 
and you put them side by side. This was one of the last things um, that we learned from a publication from our dear late Dr. Adi Gazdar, who worked so hard to show what SV40 was doing in vaccines and causing cancers like me, contributing to cancers like mesothelioma. He sent us a paper and said, look, if you put those viruses in flask, 0.2 micron, that's 200 nanometers. These bioweapons are 80 to 160 nanometers. Uh, a retrovirus is right around 80 to 90, uh, 50 to 100 nanometers. Every one of them goes through every flask two days in an incubator with, with humidity, 5% humidity and CO2, and the uninfected flask without being moved or touched or the door open. This one got infected right next to that one. They knew they'd achieved not aerosol droplets, not like their, EB, their Ebola of 2014. They knew they'd achieved what they needed, that we wouldn't be able to see it, smell it, taste it, or anything, because they turned down the sensors deliberately, turned down the interferon transmembrane, and they memorialized all of this in the literature. So all I have to do is show it to you, and they have to tell you. They have to tell you what they're doing. That's why the movies. Why was the Dallas Buyers Club 2013 when we cured when we cured AIDS and the biological response modifiers with Candace Burt's peptide T, a little bit of cannabis? You know, go look at what we were doing then. We were that person. I was giving those people AZT and I couldn't understand why one guy's standing there looking beautiful. I'm just a technician. You're like, come on, I gotta watch you swallow it. And he's like, no, you'll kill us. I said, no, I need to know why are you AIDS patients thin? And why are you looking beautiful? Why are you pale face and you look fabulous? Yeah, little cannabis, little peptide tea. We went down over the border like we're doing now. Ivermectin's, you know, we, we've got all the stuff. We've got all the healing. And all they did was um, went to Dallas and got it, the Dallas Buyers Club. So we did that again. So the minute I saw any of this, hey, I, I didn't matter whether I was in jail, out of jail, silence between 11 and 21. Um, or 11 and 20. Now, I was silenced until Mickey Willis heard me, and believe me, it took a lot of hours for him, for us to understand each other, and we felt bad about sitting there wasting each other's time, and I get upset because I can't make people understand. I can see it all. I knew it all. I was right there. Everything's been censored. Everything at Fort Detrick has been locked down. 40 years of work is all, all but Mickey Mouse on the cover of that one journal, and then all all the way to November 30th, you know, 2021, last day I saw my husband alive. It's... Of course, I made a copy. What do you think? I'm stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, it was tears of choice. It's like, oh my God. I was like, I just, I would have lived in pure hell yeah. thinking I was thinking I was mad at him and he'd always get upset. And he said, I got you out of jail. And I'd say, no, God got me out of jail. And now I know David got me out of jail. I'm making a vow with the devil not to, not to give anybody that. And what that got us was the, was the pandemic series. What that got us, God, God answered that and honors his faithfulness, my David's faithfulness and mine to him because I didn't stay mad at him. I, I, you know, you can't stay mad at that guy. Um, but it, at any rate, just pure love. It, love unconditionally, that's what God is, and that God will be there every step of the way, and, and is, and, and always will be. And so we won. There will never be another pandemic, but all we have to do 
is never again get another injection, take down the whole system, take down the university system, repeal the 1986 Act, take all the monies and all the royalties and all the drug companies. I think every man, woman, and child in America will get a million dollars just from the patent royalties that Moderna paid NIAID last December. Oh, just that 350 million, well, I own that patent. You know, they corrupted that patent. We showed that in our newsletter this week. Take a look at our newsletter this week. We, um, uh, the real com. the newsletter is free. Share it everywhere. We don't care. We're building a sub stack. We'll give you the details. We've got everything on that website in everything, every declaration, every paper, every piece. I'm going to release every case we did in vaccine court case. I was going to take the names of the victims of their corruption out, but I think I'll leave them in. It's not HIPAA. They tried to destroy those families' lives, and I mean those families, what they went through and their courage. I mean, nothing. I did nothing compared to what the families of these injured kids, to the movies, Vax, Vax 2, Polly Tommy, um, you know, Dale Big Tree. I did nothing compared to what these courageous families did to keep telling, keep telling the story, keep trying to find a way to communicate. That's the good. That's the God in all of it. If we behave godly and we work together, we the people can heal our land, our soil, our air. Bobby Kennedy gets the nomination. My two favorite environmental lawyers, Bobby Kennedy and Mike Hugo. Yeah, we can clean it up. He wrote the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program with Barbara Lowe Fisher, and we can fix it. And it was winning in the beginning before it was corrupted. That's why they had to do all this in 2011. They were liable. They were liable because they didn't obey the law. Not a single shot, not a single shot was ever tested placebo. Nothing out of a fermenter. Nothing. Some people never know what happened to their kids because they were taken two by two and hospitals ignored their, their, I don't want my child to have hepatitis B vaccine at birth. The hospital that, that killed my David. Yeah. Same hospital. The nurses went two by two. Thanks to our books, a nurse came up and she's got the Parkinson's and she said, I never injected anybody, <laughs> but this is my penalty. And I don't mean that laughing at her. That lady is a hero. But she told us they sent the nurses two by two. If one worse nurse wouldn't inject when the parents said no. A lot of those kids in Oxnard, California, they, the parents never knew what happened to their kids. Oh, they didn't get vaccinated. Yeah, they did. And they lied. Kaiser Permanente, the lawsuits. I did a lawsuit with a little girl in Northern California, a little, little baby, and the mom was in the military and she was heavily vaccinated. They blamed the mom's cigarette smoking and and the mom stopped the day she learned she was pregnant. Stop it. We're, we're blaming our own behavior and it's not bad at all. And that mom fought and, and I had those cases and I saw the Kaiser doctor change the medical records. And I went to the lawyer in the case and said, uh-uh, I'm not going to pretend the way they set up that court. So watch the movie 1986theact.com. Grab Michael Hugo. He's really funny. Um, <laughs> and he'll tell you about the half penny. Um, just he's a good, good man. So he's an environmental lawyer. So we get an attorney general. Um, we get we get a nominee. We get we get 
we get a true nominee for the De Democratic Party, a true Democrat, a true hero, a true uh, a person who honors the constitutions at all costs, never caring what somebody says, just the constitution, just the law, just the truth. And um, and and uh, then, of course, um, we get our country back. Um, and of course, the Democrats don't want that to happen. So they do everything they can to censor and, and make them look bad. That's the gift of the beauty of Plandemic 3, because everybody had there's no mention of vaccine. There's no mention of politics. Nobody's anywhere near. I'm nowhere near. Bad people can't call them this anti-vax or whatever else they're calling us. Um, you know, nobody. All it shows you is, oh, yeah, the drugs have already always been poison, the pharmacopoeia, cholesterol testing, you know, a drive a test to drive a drug to destroy a population and and make a profit. It was genocide. It always was targeted genocide. And and now now we can restore heal our land because we know all the truth. All the solutions are in the freezers. We've got everything, you know, and need. Um, and and all we need back is a free and fair election. And it is there is some poetic beauty of a Kennedy coming in, right? It's yeah. it's they they took out the first two. But there is some beauty of that's I mean, above all else, it's kinda why I I love Bobby Kennedy is is he 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 knows what they've done. We all know. But he's still walking right back into the lion's den. To me, there's something that takes balls. I mean, to excuse my French, that takes that takes testicles made of tungsten. I mean, that guy's walking into the fire, right? Shot his uncle and his dad. They shot them both in the head, and he's still going in there and not shying Shit. away. It's not like he's it's not like he's inching in there with like a lukewarm platform of a bunch of you know platitudes of you know we're gonna get America back to work. He's like. They're killing our kids with vaccines and the military industrial complex is raping the planet of its resource. Like he's not holding back, man. He's going in there with a megaphone and it's like, it, 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 I mean, if it doesn't, if that doesn't get your heart going, I don't know what will. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Oh, that's in Daniel in the Bible. Oh. You know, they, they got thrown into the fiery furnace. We'll prove to you we're the best and the brightest and we won't eat your food. The flames didn't touch them. Yeah. They heard from it. They did not die. All that was burned was the ropes holding them. So the freedom. It's not that he's going. He's going with God. And, and when when you hear him, what I love about him is he's a student. He listened to me. And when it doesn't make sense, he knew the data and the law. I knew the data and the science. And and he'd just call me and he'd say, Judy, ABC, and you know, and I'd say, Yeah, Bobby, you're no Bobby. And he'd say, send me the paper. You know, it's it's always about the data. And and it's just basically, and I I don't say much. And I and I didn't say much. In fact, the last time I talked to him, um, in, on a public event was when when David Martin and I did line in the sand.us. And they started talking and I just listened to Bobby and, and David because I had nothing else to say. I left it all on the table. All I knew was what I knew. He already knew that. We just didn't know the rest of the story. We didn't know the patents. We didn't know. I don't, I'm not in the legal space. I think cellular and that's about all I do. I don't know history, but he did and he could make those connections and he does. So he, he stays on point. He talks about the data. You know, again, you can call him anything you want, but is this true or not? 
And can we fix this or not? And do we care to fix this? Mm. Or are we the people really um, going to continue to poison and, and murder the innocent in our, in our society, the useless eaters? Are we really going to do that, decide to be God? I, I, I'm hoping, you know, I know he and I are, are saying the same thing in a different dialect, um, but at the end of the day, it's up to people like you here listening. And if we can't have conversations where we can hear, um, truly hear, but see, again, what I had to learn, what did I learn? My don't yell, don't cuss, you know, um, uh, why? Because then it's easy to just disregard easy it. Easy to refute but, it. Yeah. Well, if I can't have a conversation, if I scream at Robert Malone, yeah, you know, get in the room. I can't scream at him. He's in his pain. I'm in my pain. I'm only screaming because I, I just, it's like, tell us. Yeah. You, you know what you did. Just show us what's there and we can detox it just like that. Why? And and I realized that, as Mickey said, he said, he's where you were when you got out of jail in 2011. And I couldn't do anything but, you know, had my David not held me silent all those years just with pure love. I, I everybody who talked to me, I couldn't say a word to anybody but David and Ken Heck and Lively. And and David Folan, you know, that's a lawyer I pay. I didn't pay Ken and Lively. I didn't pay Mike Hugo. I did court cases for them where one case out of Fort Detrick, there were five different types of cancer that we he was going to the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. Oh, saying it's in the water at Fort Detrick. It's been released in the air in Fort Detrick. Again, 2015, 16, you know what they did? Oh, the case dismissed. You know, and, and then they built Wuhan to look just like Fort Detrick. So, yeah, the seafood market, you just laid the plan so it so you would take the blame off of Fort Detrick. No, the China virus started in Fort Detrick, always has, always was. And when it was illegal to do here, Tony Fauci paid for it. He wrote it in the material and methods go over there. And Bobby said this in his recent Joe Rogan interview. He said, I read the paper. I'm comfortable reading papers. I know how to read papers. So it was very easy for me to communicate with Bobby. I just said, here's the paper. Look right there. Yeah. And, and I have to do anything else. And he did. And that's that's a lot. It's been 11 years. You know, when you're when you know what's going to happen and, you know, it's been it's been 13 years now, but it was 11 years um, uh, uh, before um, in December of 2021 when this when the crime was finished. So to let it go now, so to let it go now and act like it never happened and you have innocent people walking out of there, you know, not realizing they've shot a bioweapon that will go through every point two micron 200 nanometer filter on in the in the incubators you'll never know what's anywhere it's all over the grocery store do not go in a grocery store with a pharmacy do not buy gmo food do not eat genetically modified do not you go back to your farmer as zach bush always says know your farmer not your doctor um and uh, you know and heal you know heal each other hmm. and speak the truth in love and 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 teach teach I'm a, I'm not a healer. I'm a teacher. My job is to teach MDs. I'm a PhD. I'm not, my job isn't to teach um, patients. That's what an MD learns to talk to. We don't talk to the same audience. So we have to know. That's why I said, what's your lineage? What's your CV? Who's your Who's mentor? Your how do I, yeah, how do I speak to you? Because, and I quickly realized in that conversation that went many hours that afternoon, beautiful conversation, nice dinner with his wife, Jill, we had a great time. But in the very beginning, 
I knew he had no idea because he'd been lied to. So I just sat and listened to his story. And and then I understood an awful lot more. And, um, and, and it's been another couple of years, uh, another year that we've been working on that. That was uh, October 9th, um, 2022. So, I mean, the wheels turn slowly, but ever so quickly, thanks to filmmakers like uh, Mickey and, and Dale. Mickey's, I've had Mickey on here once before. He's great. Um, I actually had yeah. Dr. Malone on yesterday. That's um, what you said. Yeah. Is, um, uh, and this is kind of a, a, a final point I want, I want to, I want to touch on with you is, um, <clears throat> just as, as a PhD, as someone that respects and clearly loves science is, um, your thoughts on, cause right. My, my, I'm, I'm biased. I, I was banned from YouTube and iTunes and Reddit and and all this shit. And I, I'm, you know, for interviewing Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough. So I, there's a, there's admittedly a, a chip on where I just, I just hate all this, the censorship machine. I mean, really with a, with an anger, that's probably not good for me. So when I see Joe Rogan call out Dr. Hotez, I was on the other, up at my parents' house the other night, just scrolling through Twitter. And I was like, what's going on here? And I saw it and I realized it was, it's not that it was him calling out Dr. Hotez. It had nothing to do with Dr. Hotez and it had nothing to do with Rogan. What it was, was two tectonic plates of the oppressed and the oppressor over the last three years finally coming to a head of people who have lost their jobs or lost loved ones or have myocarditis or Guillain-Barre syndrome or, or something. And then the people who are pushing this down your throat, so you can't question it. You can't have ivermectin. You can't have hydroxychloroquine. You got to take these. It was just two universes finally colliding. Well, just like the Andromeda galaxy is flying in our galaxy. It was it was a clash of titans that finally happened. And you can see by the fact that so many millions of people have glued onto this thing. And I think that we are seeing a deeply symbolic, poetic event unfold. And it is one individual who's not a doctor. Durogan's not a doctor. But he has a platform. And he's saying, come on here and debate. And you have the doctor in the ivory tower saying, I I will not be, you know, I will not go fight with a pig in the mud. I will not, you know, I will not explain this to you peons. And you're seeing more and more people saying, how, why won't you just go on and debate this? And then you see all the PhDs coming to his rescue being like, Dr. Hotez, you don't need to discuss anything. And we really are seeing the aristocratic elite scoffing on the peasants and they've they've hit it very well but now it's very clear that they look at us like dirty cattle and that we we don't need an we don't need a uh an understanding or a debate like you will take the shots and you will shut up just purely if we can remove our own biases purely as as a lover of science that you are your thoughts on an individual refusing to go debate something in a public square um he's got something to hide so we're not debating an idea this is not an opinion it's a fact you may we don't debate gravity jump out of the plane do us all a favor don't take a parachute (laughs) you don't believe it it's not my opinion that's what wins the day it's data. It's God's natural laws 
And, and that's what science is. Science, science is testing a hypothesis. Every good paper asks more questions than it answers. That's discovery. They've only allowed us, the stakeholders, the stakeholders, the patents, the people who, they may let us make incremental advances while they poison us and scare us in fear. So you don't debate data, you simply present it. So, um, you know, and this is, you know, the data are the data, but the opinions are what drive the cult of scientism. In opinions is statistics. They're lies, damn lies, and statistics. So Bobby said that on Joe Rogan shows. They use fraudulent statistics. And we showed you in our book how Ian Lipkin used the teacup statistics. I mean, really? We're that stupid? And yeah, because it's Ian Lipkin, because it's City of Hope, because it's Harvard. Well, you know what? They're corrupt. And I don't care. And um, and, and so the, the, the debate, it's like, so what we know is that he's a scared little mouse who realized what rat, he's a rat, scared little rat, not a mouse, rat trap. Um, he's a scared little rat who knows he's done wrong. And, and here's what we need to do. We need to love him and say, you know what, if you admit your mistake, um, we'll, we'll help you. We'll mm. love you. We'll love you. We won't, you know, we can fix this. I, I can, I, I'll hand you that already through phase one, phase two drug platform. I'll introduce you to Jerry Norskog, the CEO of Omnitour Genius, um, who's got the solutions all in British Columbia and here in the U.S. area. We, the Chinese guys, you know, we can crank up that production of that thing and I'll give it to you. I don't need it. I don't have a, you know, I, I, I happen to be a, an author on the patent, um, but that's not why we work. Um, and, and you can have it. All I want is people to heal. Hmm. So why would that gift not go? You know, uh, I know I, I offer that, that, that gift, and I know at some point in the line here that um, likely Robert Malone's going to accept that, and he's going to be a hero because he knows how to get these things man manufactured. He, we've got the labs. We've got the things. Dr. Rossetti and he can easily work together, and I mean the younger Rossetti, who's a professor at UMass and just as good as the his parents, and hey, you know, we've we've now we can teach the next generations. We just simply admit, you know, we made a mistake in trusting some bad guys. It's not up to us to decide the people. It's not up to us to punish them. It's up to us only to right the wrong. And we can do that in this country um, right now, tomorrow. And everybody gets a million dollars. Do you want a million dollars? You know, there's trillions of dollars, you know, that they're, we're throwing away. Uh, you know, we can't, we can't buy food. We can't buy cardio miracle and proline greens. We can't buy clean powders because we don't have any money. But here's how easy it is. No more life insurance, no more taxes. No, 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 no. You broke the law. No more journals. The journals are fraud. They're done. The grants, you know, the grantees, but the, the functional forgeries, that is our, our, our literature, those are criminal offenses. The crimes that were committed with remdesivir, the, the crimes that were committed by, by Tony Fauci in the New England Journal of Medicine, it's not the doctor's fault. You know, they lied. We didn't. The masks are deadly. They're not just uncomfortable. We know Deborah Burks, 
did all of this. She and Robert Redfield injected people with HIV, spike protein, HIV, GP120. Oh, an mRNA vaccine in the 1990s to the military, to Gulf War. Yeah, she knows that. And yeah, I know that too. And I've got the proof and I've got the data. That's where the good guys just stayed in there. And it's not about me. Just stay in there and keep the data. My job was to protect the data. Don't let anybody have the data. The taxpayers paid for it. Well, they didn't get your data and I didn't cover it up. Um, and if I had not learned to stop cussing, I'm, I, I occasionally slip. Uh, Pastor Rob's right next to me. He'll help me. Um, <laughs> dangerous and wise means, <laughs> means don't cuss at him when you, when you get arrested. That's what I learned. Don't cuss at him when you get arrested. It won't go well for you. Um, so um, I don't. I'm, I'm still learning that lesson of, of don't, don't swear and don't. Because you're right, it does. Anytime you let your emotion take over, it it dilutes your message. That's and what then, Satan wants. Yeah. The flesh is weak. Yeah. Open your mouth. I got a refrigerator magnet from um from uh Dr. Rossetti from Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> it says, Better to be thought a fool than open your mouth and, and remove all remove doubt. all doubt. Yeah. So no, I'm, just, I'm not gonna open my mouth. I do now because I got data to back up. Yeah. But again, you know, it is also a Ten Commandment. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. The justice is not yours. The commandments are not a suggestion. Yeah. You know, they're not a suggestion. They're a commandment. So if we live by God and we live as one nation under God and know that our God-given and constitutionally protected rights, anything that is against the Constitution, that's who we are. We're constitutionalists. We're, we're a republic. We're a democratic republic, you know, of, and, and, and sovereign beings, sovereign beings over, not over our own body, but our own land. We, Cherokee Indians, are the sovereign, sovereign owners of Georgia. Oh, the 1813, I think, John Marshall, Supreme Court decision that President Andrew Jackson knew he didn't have to obey. Give the Cherokees, not a reservation, not an encampment. You don't take us away, no. Georgia and a lot of North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, the sovereign land of the Cherokee people. I learned that from Sheila Holmes. If we couldn't talk to each other and we don't know the history and we don't know the books and we haven't read the books. So we created a Get Healthy store. We took all those censored books and we put them in a store. We took all the products that they won't let you buy and we put them in a store. We're going to have physical locations. We've got all the drugs, ivermectin, you name it. We got we kept them all from the AIDS. We kept all those oral immunization strategies for HIV. Um, we've got a lot of it. And so we're, we're playing Robin Hood. So I rob from the rich and give to the poor. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, Dr. Mike Fitz, I would love to have you on here again sometime. I think sure. right now we are coming in at an hour and a half. Um 30 minutes longer than I normally go. That's I, what you said. No, 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 no. That's good. No, no. I, if I didn't want to do it, I would have shut it off at an hour. Trust me. I, I have no qualms with just, yeah, it's over. No, if, if I kept it going, it's because I enjoyed it. Um, okay. That is the beauty of this podcast is it's not a republic. It's a dictatorship. And I am the sole, <laughs> I am the sole member and the sole leader. I am the executive. I am the enforcement. I am the judicial. I get to dictate who I have on here and who I, for better or worse, it is a one man ship. And, um, but no, so if I have you on here, it's because I want to have you on. And if I keep talking, it's because I want it to keep going. So that's the best compliment I can give anyone is to have you on my show and to keep it going is 
that's the best compliment I can give you. Um, but I would love to have you on here again sometime. And if you want to, I have quite the library of guests. If there's anybody in there that you want to talk to, you just let me know. And I'd love to have you on with them. I think it'd be, you're a great guest. I, I, I think you should, you should do your own show. Honestly. I mean, you're, you're better at this than I am. It's really not my style. So I'd rather. Fair it's, enough. It's, hey, I'll take it. It's fate. It's, it's, it's more content for me. Um, you don't have to pull my arm. It's uh or twist my arm, but, um, yeah, but, thank yeah. you. Well, thank you so oh, much. The same thing goes for you. If there's any anybody you want me to debate, I'll try and do a good job and uh, well, and not cuss at them. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to get Hotez. I've been trying to get Hotez on here. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. I uh, I went ahead on Dr. Malone yesterday. I I sent the Zoom invite to Dr. Hotez on Twitter. He didn't respond. <laughs> but uh, I was like, yeah, might as well try to have him on. Might as well give him a platform. I don't think he wants to. So, um. But yeah, no, it's uh, what you, what you said about gravity. That's the I always use that analogy on this podcast. I'm like, no one has to, no one argues with me. I just you know you just hold up something and drop it. It's just it's what it is. It's just it's just it's ultimate reality. So by not going on there, I think a non-answer is an answer, and him not going on there to me is that is the answer. It's you got nothing. You, you got nothing. Um. But with that, thank you so much for coming on here. If you guys, if you go into the description, you can find the link to the book "Ending Plague." It is fantastic. It's, it's, it's. It can be demoralizing and depressing at times, but ultimately, it, it will. You know, you'll reach the promised land. And um, it is audio now. Yes. So what? It's it's a lot easier to go audio than when your brain gets full. I buy the hard copy and then I listen. I listen to to the real Anthony I have Fauci. To it is way too much for you me gotta to listen. take. With the it's, number of guests I have on, I got to go out. My brain shuts out. I got to turn it on and just go to the gym, go get groceries. And yeah, reading that much is it. It'll melt your brain. It'll melt yeah. your brain. But yeah, it's a great book. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't like it. And uh, Dr. Mikewitz, it was, excuse me, it was wonderful to meet you. It's an honor to have you on here. And I'd love to have you on here again sometime. Thanks, Tommy. Have a great day. I'd love to. Thank you so much. You as well, guys. Thank you so much for watching. God Recording bless everybody. Stopped. Stay safe. Peace.